Well, today, my brothers and sisters, we begin ordinary time. So this is the first day of the first week of ordinary time. And uh, the word ordinary can sound sometimes like kind of a, a downer, you know, like a bummer. Oh, it's just ordinary. Um, but we shouldn't look at it like that. This is uh, the straightforward, pure gospel that we're looking at here. Nothing fancy. No, no adornments going on here. None of those Easter or Christmas adornments, okay? And uh, appropriately, appropriately enough, we begin with uh, the gospel of Mark right in the first chapter. And uh, Jesus is preaching the gospel. Okay, so it says, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. And this is what he said. This is a summation of his basic message. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, believe in the gospel. Simple as that, but it really kind of takes all of our faith and sort of puts it into a nutshell. The word gospel itself, maybe what I'll do here in this homily is just do a little reflection on the word itself. Okay. Um, of course, our English word gospel goes back to an older English word, Godspell, which means good message. And so commonly it's translated the good news. Okay. Um, but I think it's important to understand what it means, not just sort of like the history of the word itself, like etymologically, but to understand what the word means uh, in the original context in which it was used 2,000 years ago. Two different contexts. It was used in the Old Testament, and then it was used also in the broader Greek-speaking, Greco-Roman society and culture. Okay? I'm not going to talk about how it's, its usage in the Old Testament. That's kind of a, that would be a whole separate homily. But just to focus on how that word, gospel, and in the Greek it's euangelion, how this word was used in the broader Greek-speaking, Greco-Roman culture. It was actually associated with the Roman emperor. Okay, so when a, when the emperor uh, when when he entered into a really new significant period of his of, in the exercise of his authority, it was called oh this is a new inauguration of his authority and it was it was proclaimed as euangelion it was proclaimed as good news. So if an emperor um, was uh, you know, maybe sometimes what would happen, there would be one emperor and he, the heir, his um, sons were kind of like, eh, we're not going to want them to be emperors because they're kind of goofballs. So he, what the emperors would do is they would adopt another man. Okay, there'd be, he'd be like his right hand man, his general, and he would legally adopt him so that he was legally a son. And then that guy would be the successor, that would be the next emperor. So when something like that happens, there would be euangelion, it would be good news. Okay. And, or if uh, an emperor won a huge military victory against the, the German forces in the north or whatever it might be, it would be Euangelion, it would be good news. The reign or the kingdom of this emperor has, has flourished, it has uh, been uh, actualized as effective and powerful. Okay? So in contrast to this earthly emperor's power, we have the power of God. In contrast to this earthly emperor's reign, we have the reign of God. We have the birth of Christ. We have his inaugurating his public ministry here. The time is fulfilled and we need to embrace the good news that the reign of God is here. So that's what that, that word gospel means. 
simple reflection is we are as Christians are not called to ignore the political realm. Okay? But we understand that true authority and our true fear and our true source of hope is is God. And we look to uh, not an earthly but a heavenly kingdom, not an earthly but a heavenly reign and exercise of authority and power for what really matters for us in life. And really thereby we can actually be outside of the political order. We can kind of stand outside of it from a a God's eye point of view, a, a broader perspective, and we can critique it and we can say it's going astray and thereby we have the ability to kind of correct it. And so actually the earthly rule is more peaceful when we recognize first and foremost the heavenly kingdom. Our earthly kingdom can be set in order and put into alignment more with reality and with moral truth when we put first things first and we recognize the euangelion of God and and the and the kingdom and the reign of God, then we can say, okay, we'll we'll, uh, we'll pay attention to our earthly affairs and order them rightly. Can't take this for granted. This is a gift of Christianity. Okay, in other eras of the world, in other time periods and places, basically political authority is the final authority, and the pagans lived really under this kind of possibly sometimes benevolent, but oftentimes tyrannical rule. And they didn't have any hope outside of that. So, for example, if you lived in Egypt, the kings of Egypt, the pharaohs, they were gods on earth. Okay, There wasn't any higher truth or religion beyond them. Okay, And with the Roman Empire itself, Caesar Augustus, the first Roman emperor, uh, didn't take himself too seriously. Um uh, he was a pretty reasonable guy. But in his day, though, um, his promoters basically uh, promulgated a cult, actually, that surrounded him that recognized him as a god on earth. He didn't really think that he was a god on earth. He actually thought it was kind of a funny joke. But but the people really actually looked to him as their their source of happiness, what they really feared, what they really cared about, and all that kind of stuff. My brothers and sisters... This world and the kingdom of this world, that's not our ultimate source of fear. It's not our ultimate source of hope and joy and happiness. So when things look like they're going to hell in a handbasket all around us politically, we should grieve and we should mourn because it means that human beings are failing morally and things are going astray. But we don't have to let these negative things be the last words when it comes to our hope and our happiness. We have the kingdom of God, the reign of Jesus Christ, and and ultimately that's where our hope uh, and, and our source of aspiration for for our ultimate destiny, that's where things come from, the, the kingdom of God. And that's what the gospel of Christ is all about.